good, y'all. Welcome back to the Punchers Point. We got four topics for you today. It seems like the recent episodes that we have made, it seems like it's a bunch of topics all in one. But you know what? Boxing is busy and it's our job as the Punchers Point, as boxing media to cover this. So let's start off with probably the most shocking news. Carl Weathers, a.k.a. Apollo Creed, to most boxing fans, passed away. Now, this is something that I did not expect. For boxing fans, we know him as Apollo Creed. If you watch Happy Gilmore, you know him as Chubbs. If you watch The Predator, you know him as Dylan. There's a lot of great things that Carl Weathers, the actor, has done. And I won't, I don't want people to just know him as Apollo Creed. You know, he was so much more than that. He was a big actor, kind of an icon, kind of a legend in the acting business. I'll never forget the, uh, the, cla- the classic Rocky speech when... He's sparring with Rocky, and Rocky's just not getting gay. He's getting beat up, and he tells him, there is no tomorrow, and he's just yelling it. And I'll always remember that there is no tomorrow. Obviously, one of the saddest moments in my life was when Apollo Creed ended up getting beat by the Russian, event, Ivan Drago, and eventually passing away. That's definitely one of the saddest moments of my childhood. But you know what? I'm not going to keep on hogging the mic, Breezy. I'm going to pass it on to you. Your thoughts on Carl Weathers passing away but before I pass it on to you I do want to say and I want to make sure that I stress this enough I do send my condolences to Carl Weathers family and friends and may he rest in peace yeah I mean like you basically said he, he's more than just Apollo Creed I mean that's unfortunately every year you know beginning of the year we tend to have unfortunate deals on, on any circumstances and they're all sad and each and every shape and form and fashion and whatnot. Um, this is definitely a hit to the boxing community because even though he had other roles he was acting in, I think it's fairly to say that a lot of people, you know, were more so familiar with the Apollo Creed role. So just the impact he had in that character and the influence and the rather seed that he brought to that character is gonna always live with boxing fans and even people outside of boxing that watched him or whatnot. It's a very unfortunate, sad death. And just like Mario, um, I do send my condolences out to his family. Yeah, even Spencer Stallone, he made a whole Instagram video on it. And I'm not going to get into the full quote because it was a long video, but he basically said that without Carl Weathers, Rocky isn't what it is. You know, every protagonist needs an antagonist. And in a great movie like Rocky, every great protagonist needs a great antagonist. And I say it. Apollo Creed is the only character to ever kick Rocky's ass. And I wasn't mad at him for it. He was just that good. You know, I, I always I always liked the Apollo Creed character. I always understood it. You know what I'm saying? I never looked at Apollo Creed as a bad guy. All the other ones you could you could look at and you could definitely hate like Clubber Lang. You weren't supposed to like Clubber Lang. Ivan Drago, you definitely weren't supposed to like him. Tommy was just an ass, you know, but Apollo Creed was the only character that could beat up Rocky and I wasn't mad at him for it. I understood it. So shout out to Carl Weathers for just acing that role and acing so many others that he's been in. Now, I would like to say we, we could get into happy news, but unfortunately the news gets worse here. So this is on the cold main event of Naoya Inouye and Marla Tapale. So, Japanese boxer Kazuki Inaguchi died at 23 years old after after suffering injuries sustained in a fight. So, I'm going to give a little bit of details on this before I do. I want to say the source for this article is Mike Coppinger. So, he, he died from the injuries. He was 6-1 with two knockouts. He was knocked down 
four times in the 10-round bantamweight fight, and it was a highly contested unanimous decision. Now, despite him being knocked down four times in the fight, it was a very, very close fight. And basically, what ended up happening there, he won six out of the 10 rounds on two of the three scorecards he had been undergoing treatment as a hospital after he lost consciousness following the summer 26 fight. He never regained consciousness, unfortunately. And again, just like we said about Carl Weathers, uh, condolences go out there to Anna Gucci's family and friends and loved ones. And, you know, may he rest in peace. This one is an injury, a boxing death that took place in the ring. And so we talk about how when you go into that ring, when you step into the ring, you're taking a risk. But usually this is not the news you want to hear, you know, especially for boxers, especially for up and coming boxers like him. You know what I'm saying? This is definitely not the news you want to hear. And this is why you got to respect fighters. You know, they put their bodies, they put their lives on the line when they step into that ring, you know, and a lot of them, it's they go into the ring, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And, you know, he gave it his all. And it's just unfortunate, man. You know, you never want to hear news like this in boxing. And so I'm going to pass it on to you, Breezy. Your thoughts on Anna Gucci's death? Sad and unfortunate. Send my condolences out to his family as well. Look, this is what people got to understand. This is by far one of the most dangerous sports. It's up there with MMA. It's up there with football. These guys get in the ring and they punch each other 10, 12 rounds. And when they're doing that, they're causing bodily harm and damage to their own bodies, mentally and physically, and also to the opponent. And it goes along saying why some fighters say that they don't want to bring their wives, their kids to the fights. Because if something like that does happen, they don't want their wife or their kids to witness that. This is a brutal sport. This is a gladiator sport. And as much as we clamor for about the fights happening, the best fighting the best, we also like to make sure there's a huge entity on being safe and safety precautionist. That's why I have the fits that I have when you have cheats in boxing and corruption and all the, you know, mishandling this with drugs and gloves and whatnot because of things like this. If a man can get killed with a properly fixed boxing glove, a man can get killed without a properly fixed boxing glove. That's why we take cheating and all this misusing the gloves. With even though I'm not, even though that's not the case with this situation, but still, it's something you take into consideration, knowing how the sport is. This is very unfortunate. This is a very sting to the boxing community. And remember, I remember the last time we heard about a boxing death. It was. Patrick Day, R.I.P. to him. He lost his life in the in the, in the ring. Um, but yeah, this is a brutal sport, and that's why I say, you know, these fighters, the props they deserve when they get in the ring, man. Because look, we we probably don't all been in the fights. It ain't easy taking the punch to the head. It ain't easy being hit. Yeah, ain't none of that is easy. That's painful. It hurts. In the words of Deontay Wilder, the, the head is not meant to be hit. And so when that head gets hit. It's a lot of damage, so it's unfortunate. I send my condolences out to his family as well. Yeah, so he suffered a subdural hematoma in that fight, and it's just sad, man. You know, it really is. And again, this is a sport that a lot of people don't take as seriously as they should. Boxing is a serious sport. 
boxing, I believe, is the most dangerous sport. A lot of people could say MMA. Yeah, MMA causes a lot of different injuries in the sense of like, you know, you could have multiple limbs injured. But in boxing, you're constantly getting hit in the same place, in the head, in the body. Those are the only two places that you're getting hit. And most of the time, it's in the head. And it's unfortunate because you never want to hear any of this by the boxer. You never want to hear about a boxer getting beat in that ring and then going to the hospital and, and you know, not making it back. And so, again, I want to say this, Anaguchi, may you rest in peace. Condolences to the friends and family. And before I get off this topic, I do have a quick little quote, quote from Top Rank. They said, and I quote, Top Rank joins the boxing community mourning the passing of Kazuki Inaguchi. Uh, that was, in a way, American promoter. That's what he told ESPN, ESPN. We send our sincere condolences to his family and loved ones. So, yeah, this is a sad thing you want to hear. Two boxing deaths around the same time. You know, you definitely don't want to hear something like this. And I think it's just a friendly reminder that if you're going to step into this ring, you got to take it seriously. You know, and Inaguchi went in there for a very hard fight because, remember, he got knocked down four times. Credit to him. Not many fighters get knocked down four times and win six out of ten rounds. You know, that's really hard to do. So credit to Anaguchi on, on, on a hard perform, on a hard performance. It shows you the type of fighter he was. But, man, it's just a sad thing to hear. So may Kazuki Anaguchi rest in peace. Now let's get on to the next topic. Tyson Fury. Alexander Usyk. That will be rescheduled for May 18th. And it is going to be in Saudi Arabia. This is getting rescheduled after Tyson Fury suffered a cut on his eye and I do have a quote right here it says and I quote he says I arranged to spar 12 rounds with four different guys this is what Fury said on uh I believe ESPN's programming in round five I got an elbow in the eye a split eye and obviously I've been in the hospital and have had 11 stitches they have the medical reports and they have everything have a look at the eye nothing much anybody can do about getting a cut I've never had one before while sparring first time for everything so you know what? Breezy and me, we got different opinions on this. I'm going to let Breezy go first. Your thoughts on Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk getting postponed again to May 18th? I wouldn't even really say we got differences of opinions on this. I mean, because, look, all right, with this situation, right, I'm not going to get into the whole debacle, whether it's fake or whether it's fake or real, whether it's WWE type but or not, I mean, I really could care less because at the end of the day, the fight is not happening in February. Um, I will say it is. I am curious to know who he was supposed to, who he had in this camp sparring. I heard names like Joe Badiot. I'm saying this, right? What was the intensity in the, in the level of sparring? The video that got released, he didn't, it didn't even look like he got hit in his eye. So, it leads it leads me to believe was he sparring somebody before, and the mishap happened. Like we can say the cut is. My question is, how did the cut get here? Because the video did. We're seeing it looks pretty old, but that's the video that they're putting out. And if you ask me, it like they record, recorded that sparring session on the government phone. The quality is purely trash. But if you look at the video, he doesn't look like he got hit in his eye. But I, I know if he the, the video is getting caught on, on a Nokia 3. But here's the thing. Fight is not happening. But I'm curious to know, was he was he training with Harry Gill? Because they make Harry, 
get headgear to protect all that. So my thing is, what gloves was you was you using? Who was you sparring? How hard was you sparring? Was there headgear involved? What kind of headgear did you have? These are things you got to take into consideration. And I ask that because if you look at Tyson Fury's track record, he has a history of pulling out of fights. And his cut be real very well. But let's just take a trip down and be like, just, just for a little bit, I'm going to pass over to you, Mario. He was supposed to fight Klitschko three match. That didn't happen. He was supposed to fight Wilder. We saw he tried to do with that. The whole arbitration thing. They said that he had COVID in the camp and whatnot, but yet he was out there partying and had pictures all over the place of him partying. So what I'm saying is this man has a serious track sheet of not one honoring fights or honoring any kind of rematches and whatnot. And I'm saying he's scared of not saying he's ducking. I'm saying that it seems that his his heart is not really in it no more. And I think it's fair for anybody to say that. Can the cut be real? Yes, we can say the cut is real, but this is more so a question on his heart and what where he's really at with boxing. Does this fight happen May 18th? I don't know. I, I we, we would love for it to, but I'm just saying, we get, the cut can be real. I'm just saying, like, I have questions. The intensity of this part of the session was a headgear with kind of gloves. There's a video of him saying that if you got a big fight coming up, there's a certain level. It's, it's literally a video of him on record saying it. So, and then remember, this was the same guy that tried to accuse David Hayes of, you know, I'm in himself to get out of the fight. So, you know, the goose is just as good as the gander. I'm just saying. I was listening to the point you were making. I saw the video. So in the video, here's what I took out of it. Tyson Fury didn't get elbowed. He got hit. Okay, the guy landed a clean hit on Tyson Fury and cut his eye. That's what I saw. Now, in the video, they were both wearing headgear. I don't know who the boxer is in that video. Like you said, that was taken out of a Verizon flip phone. So we can't even get a face as to who was hitting him. But what I will say this, I will say I do believe that this wasn't a way for Tyson Fury to back out of this fight. I will say that it looked like it was genuinely a sparring match. He got cut. And then obviously what happened happened. Now I do want to say to people that his excellency, he ended he's on record and he said, and I quote, if any one of these fighters tries to back out they're getting $10 million taken away from their purse. So I'm expecting this fight to happen May 18th. By the way, guys, May 18th is Breezy's birthday. You know, that would be a good little gift for him watching an undisputed heavyweight championship fight. Shout out to Breezy. But I do believe this fight's going to happen on May 18th. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. The first time it got rescheduled, there should have been no excuse. None. Okay, that fight shouldn't have been rescheduled. It should have taken place where it was supposed to be taking place. This time, he got hurt. So... Look, I know Breezy has a little speculation on it. To me, I think it I think it was all accidental. I think they had a sparring match. Tyson got hit with a good hit a, a good punch, which he's not gonna admit he got hit with a good punch, got cut. And then the rest is history. I know Breezy wants to jump in and add something. Go right ahead. First of all, appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Taurus, Taurus, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. Uh uh. I don't know. I just feel like I seen that video a long time ago. Like I could have swore they released that video. Like I don't, when they say he got like cut, like that's the first video that I seen was released. I was like, hey, didn't I see this video before? 
but I, I, I could have swore I seen that video around like the Wilder buildup. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Y'all can let me know if y'all seen this. I could have swore I've seen this video before, and they just like, hey, you got elbow. I mean, and it's kind of crazy because if you go look at the Francis fight, you know, he actually elbowed Francis, and I didn't see the cut when he elbowed Francis. So, like I said, I just have a lot of questions, okay? That's just me. I know a lot of people out there, you know, it's fake, it's real. I I could care less if it's real. I I, I just want to know how we got here, like, like, even if the cut is real, how do we get to this point? Because in my personal opinion, that footage is old. In my personal opinion. And look, as far as I know, me, I'm I'm the type of guy to say I don't believe nothing until it's one hundred percent proven or confirmed. In this case it hasn't been hundred percent proven or confirmed. So the best way I can say it, the best thing I can say is he got hit with a shot and got cut. That's the best thing I can say. But who knows in the future maybe something like that pops up. We don't know. But all I know is May 18th is the date. We'll let you know. We'll give our predictions and breakdown as if the, once it gets closer to the fight. Hopefully it's on May 18th because we've been waiting for this fight for a very long time. Let's get to the final topic. In our opinion, this is the one that we have been waiting for. If you're a true boxing fan, you have been waiting for this fight. Arthur Berbiev versus Dimitri Bivol for the undisputed light heavyweight championship. It is happening June 1st we now the last episode we made we kind of speculated about it there were rumors going around but now it is official look I don't believe there was been speculation about one duck and the other you know he said she said type of stuff but it's happening man and it's going to be happening in Saudi Arabia shout out to Mike Coppinger who is the source of this look we we don't got to say a lot you know what I'm saying we don't got to say a lot about about these guys Two of the best light heavyweights. We said that the winner is the greatest light heavyweight. So, you know what, Breezy? Take it away. Your thoughts on this fight? Oh, y'all already know what I'm about to say. It's going to be on like a theme by the next phone. Yeah, buddy. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. I tell, and look, I kept telling you, I said, man, look, be careful. Just sit still. See, that's the thing, though. We wasn't. Nobody was expecting this out of the light heavyweight division. Nobody. Nobody at all. If anything, everybody was expecting things between 140, 135, maybe 160. Nobody was expecting this to come up like this with that division. This is probably one of those divisions that's like not really that talked about. It's nothing really going on too much with that division. So for this to come out, especially around June. Yes, although June may be down there and all the way, but this is better than nothing, man. Because we could have still been talking about possibly this, possibly that, or maybe this, or maybe that. So the fact that that they're, they have an initiated date, that's that's, hey, that's money in the air for me. I like that. It's a good fight. You got a boxer and you got a boxer who can punch. So this makes for a good matchup. You know, me and Mar, you know, we can't wait for this fight to happen. Absolutely, and this is as 50-50 as it can get since Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford before the, before obviously the fight actually happened when people were speculating on who's going to win. It's very 50-50. You know what I'm saying? It's a testament between better be of power versus Bivol's speed and technique. And we go see which one comes out on top. You know what I'm saying? 
look, both these guys are incredible champions. You know what I'm saying? Both of them top 10 pound for pound fighters. I'm telling you, man, this might be fight of the year. This is what we want to see as boxing fans. If you are a true boxing fan and you have been paying attention to these guys, this is what you've been wanting to see. And look, we're me and me and Breezy have said it. We think better be of is way better than Bibble. But you know what? We said the same thing about Errol Spence and look how that turned out. So you just never know. But I am very excited about this card, about this fight, especially the card, because it has been reported that this card is going to be Eddie Hearns matchroom boxing versus Queensbury promotions. That's the whole card. It's going to be matchroom versus Queensbury promotions for five straight fights. So I'm interested in seeing that. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely interested in seeing it. And I think it's going to be a great, great spectacle. Obviously, Saudi Arabia has been dishing money into boxing. And as far as many other sports, they've been taking over the sports world recently. And look, they're just making the great fights happen. And we can't wait to see them, man. June 1st, I cannot wait. And I'm hoping, I am hoping, I am praying that this fight does not get postponed. Now, both these guys come into this fight 100%. They give it their all. And we get a clear-cut winner on who is the best light heavyweight in the division. And I'm going to be honest, whoever wins this fight might be top three pound for pound. You just never know. Obviously, the two in our eyes are in a way in Terrence Crawford, but you just never know. So I cannot wait for those fights to happen. And as far as the puncher's point, you know, make sure you guys keep on tuning in. You know what I'm saying? We got great things coming out. We got great new stuff for you guys. And just make sure you guys keep on going out to the social medias. Keep on listening to the podcast. You know, like, follow, share, subscribe, all those types of things. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, make sure you stay on point with the puncher's point.